Welcome to the Preakness edition of Lenny's Place, presented by Hillendale Stallions. The Kentucky Derby was a terrifically exciting race, ultimately won by the favorite, American Pharaoh. So why is it absolutely nobody is talking about a triple crown? Were expectations that we would see a superstar performance so high that we're disappointed by a close horse race? Apparently. Some people saw a winner whose final time wasn't eye-popping. They saw him struggle to get by firing line. And let's face it, he wasn't exactly doing it under a hand ride. On the other hand, American Pharaoh endured a wide trip all the way around the racetrack. Trainer Bob Baffert said he got hot and bothered on the walkover, expending energy there. It was a deep track that didn't really suit him. And let's remember, everybody was bragging on what a great crop of three-year-olds lined up for this race, and he beat every one of them. So remember this about the fractions in the final time. The highway that used to be Churchill Downs on Derby Day, that's gone. Track is no longer juiced up for speed. In fact, with two hours elapsing between the previous dirt race and the Derby, Churchill Downs has to remember to keep watering the racetrack, keep it from turning into the Mojave Desert by Derby time. So is American Pharaoh's one-length victory with him having traveled 30 extra feet compared to the second and third place finishers, unimpressive enough to get off him for the Preakness and the Triple Crown? Is the glass half empty or half full? Did the Derby tighten up American Pharaoh after two easy tours around Oaklawn? Or did it take too much out of him with only two weeks in between classics? I don't think we're gonna get the benefit of seeing a breeze to help us sort this one out. The other top derby finishers, well, you know, they have a couple of questions to answer also. Firing line ran huge, but he didn't change leads in the stretch, and then he bumped into the winner, indicating maybe he was getting late. Dortmund, well, you'd have to like him more in the shorter distance of the Preakness, that is, if he's still improving and hasn't peaked and started going the other way. Got a lot of questions here, fortunately, Dropping into Lenny's place, we have a guest who might be able to help us answer some of them. Ahmed Zayed, welcome to Lenny's place. Hi, Lenny. Good morning. How are you, sir? I am just dandy. You've now had a little bit more than a week, sir, to digest being the breeder and owner of a Kentucky Derby winner. Has it sunk in yet, and uh, how has your life changed? Honestly, no. It's surreal. It's an incredible euphoria. I keep really like kidding myself. Did I really, really want this race? Um, it's an incredible privilege, honored. We are humbled. We are excited. There's so many emotions. It's just undescribable. Um, just seeing my family, the way they reacted, my son out of total excitement and can't control his own feeling literally does the opposite and starts throwing up. My wife like bawling and crying, my kids, Emma and Ben jumping and Ashley and my new son-in-law, it was such an exuberant celebration seeing uh, Baffert and his boys 
like literally jumping on him as if like, you know, you've won the Super Bowl and, you know, tackling him down and Booty, the little Booty jumping up and down. It was just, it's such a wonderful feeling surrounding with friends and family. The biggest coveted, uh, hardest race to win in America that we've been so close to it. So if, I mean, you can hear the level of excitement. It doesn't wear off. I hope it doesn't. I feel I'm dreaming and it's a nice dream and I want to keep dreaming. Now, is, is it true? I, I heard now that the Zayed family has a new reality show on NBC. Is that true? <laughs> uh, they have actually uh, been incredibly supportive of NBC and CNBC trying to promote the sports and we have been really cooperating and actually they have been with us for 10 days um, uh, they, they flew seriously speaking that was not a joke they flew a whole crew they filmed with us in Kentucky they filmed in New York they actually went when Justin was taking the final they wanted to film him taking he said I can't concentrate I can't do that um, but they you know they are trying you know we are trying as much as possible to bring the beautiful um racing into mainstream media uh and if we can do anything to help and promote that that would be a privilege we would like to you know uh, to participate in you're you're the new ozzy osbourne congratulations <laughs> ahmed I, I i i'm suspecting that for you it doesn't matter whether you won the derby by a by a pole or by 10 lengths or by one length or by one inch winning it is obviously the important thing but Having said that, with, with the expectations and, and knowing what kind of horse you had, were you at all surprised how, how difficult a race it was for American Pharoah? Okay, so you're absolutely correct. If I would have won in a photo finish, I would be elated, uh, making flips and whatever in between. <laughs> I, it just a win is a win, and you take it and you bask in it, and hey, it's historical. And it really didn't dawn on me. Uh, even after the race, like I was like, you know, uh, the cameras were on me and I see myself and I mean, you look, you can see me as an absolute statue, not even moving, not any reaction from me. Other, of course, my family have reacted, but the reason I didn't do that because I didn't want to be ahead of it. I've been very close to it yes. and I wanted to have that kind of um, be grounded and poker face. Uh, but now answering your question directly about uh, how difficult the race was um, on American Pharaoh. Judging from the way he came out of the race, the race have not taken anything out of him. Uh, I know this is a cliche, but this is a fact. He's maintained his weight, his demeanor, his energy level. He looked like an absolute beast today. And I'm telling you, an absolute beast. I mean, Baffert texts me, he's in Kentucky with him. He looks like a beast. He is ready to go again. And I don't think the race took anything out of him. Um, it actually, in my opinion, the race have flattered him because of the quality and the depth of this race. Baffert is extremely happy, uh, in my opinion, uh, maybe perhaps a little overconfident, <laughs> uh, if I may say that. Uh, he is really, really uh, loved the way he came out. Uh, thinks he's sitting in a, another big effort. And um, all systems go. We are hoping for uh, a nice draw. I'm told the weather might be raining. Who knows uh, right now? So, you know, there, these are factors that are of 
Uh, our hand. He's he's done that too already, so so that shouldn't be too bad. I, I, Correct, that, but, but I would I would yeah. just also, as you know, I don't hike my own horses. The field he ran before, and the rebel is no measure to what he's running against right yeah. now. Yeah. I know he beat all the horses that he's running today, but it was a different competition, really. Yeah. The the viewers here are now seeing uh, Skip Dickstein's wonderful photograph of. You getting a champagne bath from your jockey, Victor Espinoza. Uh, it's a, it's a, a beautiful photograph and a beautiful moment. Is there a moment or two from the Derby that you will carry with you the rest of your life uh, that, that stand out in your mind? The elation, exuberance, happiness, uh, and the pride that my kids have shown in our homebred. I mean, I don't think I can put any, it's priceless, it's epic. And, you know, for Bob to come and tell me, he's been there three times before, that this is the most enjoyable, best derby I've ever had. I can't thank you enough for giving me and my family the opportunity, but genuinely, you can see that Bob has so matured and he's enjoyed this thoroughly this week and seeing his uh, three boys and Bodhi who was not born for the other derby yeah. to be there with Jill and others. So all in all, all of us, it, it, it's priceless moments. It's just, it's moments that you look at it and say, oh my God, uh, you want to cry out of joy. Well, listen, it was a great race. We all thoroughly enjoyed it and thoroughly enjoy uh, your success after so many travails and trials. So. Congratulations. We look forward to seeing the Preakness, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much, my friend, and thanks for, uh, I'm a big fan of Lenny's Place, and it really makes me laugh, and unfortunately, there's not going to be one episode that people would laugh, we, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a show that uh, hopefully will have some uh, memories to it in itself that, hey, uh, I came on it here between Derby and Preak this week, probably the most celebrated time in horse racing, and hopefully, um, you know, we'll have reasons to celebrate on Saturday. Well, we lo- we look forward to seeing Keeping Up with the Zayats on NBC, and you have you have a great trip, and we'll see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do we make about the Preakness this coming Saturday? Doesn't look like it's going to be a really full field. Just heard that Todd Pletcher is vacated, so none of his horses are coming in. Looks like maybe seven or eight horses in the Preakness. I'm happy American Pharaoh won the Derby, since I picked him. But I, too, wanted to see even more. I, I think we all came to the realization American Pharaoh is mortal, and for some of us that's a little disappointing. Let's keep in mind, however, each time Bob Baffert has won the Derby, his horse has returned and won the Preakness. And even some, like Point Given and Looking at Lucky, who didn't win the Derby, have won the Preakness. Bob Baffert knows what he's doing in this race. So we're going to let it ride on American Pharaoh to win the second jewel of the Triple Crown. Although I would go ahead and box the exactor with Firing Line, who seems to continue to be doing really well coming out of the Derby. And you know what? We'll go ahead and worry about New York when we get to that. I want to thank our viewers. A big thank you to Ahmed Zayed for visiting with us today. And a special thanks to my friends at Hillendale Stallions. 
you're making your late breeding decisions, you need to check out the stallions at Hillendale. All right, we'll see you again at Belmont Stakes Week. Have a great Preakness, everybody.